morning and welcome to our morning service at Lima Missionary Baptist Church. Uh, as you can see, we're not in the sanctuary uh, due to the uh, governor's orders and the virus. We're still having church from home, but uh, I want to give a shout out and uh, just a little appreciation to Jeremy Martin. Uh, Jeremy's uh, really fine on a computer and he's figured this uh, Facebook live out to the point that we can now have uh, people coming from more than one location. And so, uh, as you can see, I've got my wife, Becky, and my daughter, Mackenzie, and uh, my dad asked if we would open the service this morning, and so we're honored to do that. We ask that you pray for us. We're a little nervous. This is a little unusual. Uh, you know, singing in church is one thing, but singing looking at a, a, a camera that's uh, broadcasting out is a little unusual. Uh, but uh, I know God can handle all that, and uh, the desire of our heart this morning is that we can say or do something that would lift up his name. And so I appreciate Jeremy uh, doing this. Now, when we get finished in a little bit, uh, Jeremy will, I'll tell him, and he'll switch this over, and it'll go right over to Mom and Dad, and uh, Dad will bring the message, and Mom may sing at the end of that. So you be praying for them. Uh, but uh, we'd like to start off with a song this morning, so you pray for us while we sing this song. times do you wonder how you made it this far? That's love. When you realized it wasn't as bad as it seemed, that was love. When you were sitting all alone, not a friend to talk to, suddenly a stranger was a Oh, 
scripture on my heart this morning. Actually, a couple of them that I want to make reference to, and then we're going to ask Mackenzie to sing a song. Um, thought a lot this week about investing. And, uh, of course, with everything that's going on, you can't really turn on the TV or look at the news without seeing something about the stock market or stocks and going down and uh, the, the economy. And, uh, you know, there a lot of stocks have gone way down. And it's always amazed me how some people are able to kind of make a guess at that and figure it out when that's going to happen. I don't really understand how they do all that and, and make money when the value of things goes down. But I got to thinking about investing, um, and while certainly the stock market is one part of it, and God cares about our finances, I, uh, my daughter at that point, I said, you know, you need to invest in better friends. You need to make better investment decisions, and friendship and emotions. We, you know, we need to make good decisions there. Uh, but the point I wanted to get to was. We've got an investment opportunity that's more important than money and more important than emotions and even more important than time, which is an important uh, commodity. And we've got in the Bible advice that tells us exactly where we need to invest. Now consider this. If a month ago you knew what the stock market was going to do, if you had a crystal ball and could have guessed it, you could have made millions and billions of dollars. Well, we've got somebody who knows the answer, and they're telling us right here in the scriptures where we need to invest. The most important investment decision that we'll ever have is with our soul. Where are you going to spend eternity? And so I would like to read out of the third chapter of Revelations, uh, and this is verse 18, Revelations 3 and 18. And this is Jesus speaking through John. I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire, that thou mayst be rich. He knows what's coming. He knows exactly what's going to happen. God understands it all. He sees it all. And he's told us, you know, if we would have had a map a month ago and somebody would have told us, we could have used that and invested and made a lot of money. But this is more important than money. Proverbs 12 and 15. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he that hearkeneth unto counsel is wise. What decision are you going to make with your soul? Are you going to make a good investment with eternity? I hope that somebody has an opportunity this morning to do that. <coughs> I'm going to ask Mackenzie if she will to sing, He sees what we don't. There are times in this life when fear is so heavy and burdens weigh on your mind. You are weak in the knee and no strength can you find. But just hold on, helps right on time. My Jesus is always on time. And though you may see a valley, He 
somebody gets an opportunity and it's not like a lot of people's opportunity but I got saved at home so if you're at home this morning and God gives you an opportunity I hope you'll listen from your heart and take that opportunity be the best thing you ever do at this time I'll have Jeremy send it over to mom and dad You're on. Well, I appreciate what I've just been listening to. I appreciate uh, Blaine and Becky and Mackenzie, uh, the scriptures that Blaine shared and what touched my heart. Be careful what you invest in. Those good songs that they sang, I thank the Lord for them. I enjoyed <coughs> Sunday school this morning. Excuse me. <coughs> I enjoyed Brother Barry 
and the children. I enjoyed them singing, enjoyed the uh, very uh, teaching about uh, David and Goliath. And uh, we got over and watched Trey Brock for a little while. And he was teaching about David and Goliath. And, uh, David, uh, this ties into what uh, Blaine was teaching about what we invest in. David would not invest in the king's armor because it hadn't been proved. He laid that all aside, took his little sling, and got those five smooth stones, stood against the giant, and came out in victory. Praise God. I'm glad that we can depend on the Lord. And like the song that Mackenzie sang, I'm glad he sees what we don't. I might just be looking at a valley. God knows the mountain I'm going to be standing on. But I want to say I thank God for everybody that's watching. As I was uh, looking at Linda's phone uh, while Blaine and Mackenzie and Becky were on, I could see the people that made comments coming up there and it touched my heart. And I appreciate everybody's help, everybody's prayers. I could not tell you how many people reached out to us and spoke to us and commented Facebook or text or calls. Well, I appreciate all of it. And I appreciate not only Lima Church, but I appreciate our sister churches. Uh, there's a lot of you folks from sister churches that are on today. I thank God for you. I'd like to uh, say a word of prayer, and then I'm going to read from the book of Nehemiah. <clears throat> if you'd like to read with me, I'm going to be in chapter 4 when I start reading. So uh, you pray, and we'll pray, and then I'll look to the book of uh, Nehemiah. Let's pray. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for the privilege of being uh, here this morning. And I'd say being in church. I know we're not in the building, but, Lord, I feel church this morning. I feel the Lord. I feel the presence of God's people. And I thank you, God, that we're connected. Uh, even uh, when the circumstances of life have separated, uh, we're connected because we're all in God's big hand. And we're connected that way. God, I thank you for that. Now, Lord, I thank you for what I feel this morning. It just blesses me. God, I pray today that you'd help me to preach, help me to get myself out of the way, help me to get in the center of your will. God, I pray that you'd help me preach your word this morning. I pray it helps somebody. God, we ask these things in Jesus' name, and amen. I want to look to the fourth chapter of the book of Nehemiah. I want to read one verse, and then we'll refer to some others, God willing. Nehemiah said, So built we the wall, and all the wall was joined together unto the half thereof, for the people had a mind to work. Well, I'm glad this morning that uh, God's people have a mind to work. Uh, there's a lot of things that distracts us. I'm telling you what, in this present world we live in, there's a lot of things that uh, get you on your uh, mind and get you away from thinking about the Lord, uh, kind of distracting. But I'm glad God's people can have a mind to work. Let me go back and kind of give you a little bit of history here. Uh, God's children were in Babylon. Now, they were down there in, uh, in bondage. They'd been carried away. Uh, the king at this time was Artaxerxes, but many years before, you remember Nebuchadnezzar was the king, and because of sin in Israel, God uh, let them be carried away into captivity down in Babylon. Uh, of course, you remember uh, David, and, uh, you remember all the things he did uh, back when he was king, but uh, this is a different time. You remember uh, when the children of Israel down there, you remember Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego, uh, you remember Daniel, uh, well, that was a lot of years before this, it came to pass that the children of Israel have been down here a lot of years. And word came up here to Nehemiah that things were in bad shape down in Jerusalem. Uh, God sent someone down there to tell him that the people were in bad shape, they were in trouble. The walls of the city were in rubble. The walls were torn down. 
Well, I'm telling you, Nehemiah got on his heart. Now, Nehemiah had a pretty good spot here uh, in this place called Babylon as he stood before Artaxerxes because Nehemiah was his cupbearer. Uh, he was right there in the king's house. So in some ways, Nehemiah had it made. But God put it on his heart and he'd help his people. And Nehemiah prayed. He asked God to help him. He asked God to make it so, make it possible that he could do something to help the people down in Jerusalem. Well, when Nehemiah, who was a cupbearer, he went in to serve the king, God put it on the king's heart. He said, Nehemiah, why are you so sad? I see you have a sad countenance. You're not usually like that. Nehemiah began to tell him about how it was down in Jerusalem. Uh, he uh, asked the king if he might go down there and, and do something about that. Boy, God stirred the heart of the king. He said, you can go. Now, I'm putting this in my words. But he not only let Nehemiah go, but he let a whole bunch of the Jews go down there with him. He even sent silver and gold. He even sent letters telling people to give them safe passage. Well, when they got down there, they found out it was in a real bad shape that Nehemiah had heard about. But I praise God they went to work. They got to work, and uh, at this point in time, they'd worked for a while. The, the wall was halfway built. It was joined halfway around, uh, but uh, said the half thereof. And I, I'm telling you what, uh, they had it half done. The people had a mind to work. That's where I'm going to start at. I want to ask you this morning if you've got a mind to work. You say, preacher, we can't even go to the church house. How can we have a mind to work? I'm telling you what, God has given us a unique opportunity. Now, I want to be back in the church house, uh, but I believe there are people listening and paying attention right now that don't normally. I believe God's got people's ears and eyes kind of tuned in that they might listen to something we say or something that we do. I believe there's people listening right now. And, and if you're out there listening and you're a saved person and you might not have been to church for years, I'm not putting you down. I'm not condemning you. I just praise God you listen this morning. But I want you to know that you need to come back to the Lord and get uh, back in the Word. There's a great work that needs to be going on, and you need to be part of it. Well, when we come on down through here, when they got this uh, work to this point down in the seventh verse, they said, it came to pass that when Sanballat and Tobiah and the Arabians uh, and the Ammonites uh, and Ashdodites, when they heard about the walls of Jerusalem uh, being built up, they were angry. Now, listen to what it says down here. Uh, they came out, and they conspired against them, and they came together to try to fight against Jerusalem. Boy, I'm telling you, the devil's always fighting. Uh, I've had some high times uh, in the Lord, even since the coronavirus has been around in our country. Uh, as I pray, God's put me on the mountain. Uh, then in a day or two, something might come through, and I might find myself looking up from a dark, lonely valley. But I praise God today. <laughs> even while I'm in the valley... There's a bright spot there because he's so good in my valley. <clears throat> Folks, now one old preacher said one good thing about a valley. He said, if you got a valley, there's some mountains close by. And if we'll trust the Lord, <clears throat> God's able to take us out of the valley and put us back on the mountain. Praise God for that. And so uh, down here, verse uh, 9, it says, Nevertheless, uh, we made our prayer unto our God and set a watch against them day and night uh, because of them. And listen to this. Now down in verse 10, and Judah said, the strength uh, of the bearers of burdens is decayed and there is much rubbish so that we are not able to build on the wall. I'm telling you what, sometimes when the work gets going on, sometimes if we're not careful, our strength can get decayed. We need to lean on the Lord. <clears throat> but I want to talk about that rubbish part for a little while. Even when you're going about and you're trying to do good things and uh, serving the Lord, it's possible uh, for rubbish to get built up in your life. 
I'm telling you, I've had that happen before. Uh, just rubbish here and rubbish there. Now, here's the problem with this. They begin uh, to tell Nehemiah and the people, they said the enemy knows about the rubbish that's down here. They're getting ready to attack us. And the enemies had this in mind. They said, we'll come around there, and I'll put this in my words, but we can hide behind the rubbish. And when the children of God starts by, we can surprise them and we can attack them. But I praise God. God knew what was going on. He sees down the road. He knows where all the battles is at. I'm telling you what, don't despair today. It might seem like a sad time, but uh, all things work together for good to them that love the Lord. You are the call according to his purpose. There's bad things out there, but God's able to bring good out of them. If we'll trust him, God gives us the victory. And so <clears throat> here's what Nehemiah did. He set people up in the high places. He set people down in the low places. And they were down there to guard their people. I'm telling you, now, get this here. I'll come back to that rubbish in a little bit. But I want you to get this. Now, down here in the 14th chapter, or 14th verse, excuse me, 4th chapter, 14th verse. <clears throat> and I looked, and I rose up, and I sent unto the nobles, and to the rulers, and to the rest of the people. Be ye not afraid of them. Now, don't let this thing uh, cause you to be afraid and cause you to right, Listen here, what we need to do. He said, remember the Lord, which is great and terrible. Boy, just like when the fellows was teaching about uh, David and Goliath this morning, just like when Blaine was teaching this morning, uh, when he was talking and testifying about investing in the right thing, we need to remember who the Lord is. He's got this. We can trust the Lord. But here's the benefit of not getting uh, caught behind the rubbish. Here's the benefit of not letting the enemies uh, get to us and uh, make us afraid. Uh, here's the benefit of not running and hiding. Boy, here's the benefit of not quitting. Have you been thinking about quitting? Boy, I can feel that when I, when I said it, when the Lord gave it to me. I would be surprised probably, maybe you would, how many people out there listening this morning had just been thinking about quitting. There's just so much against us. And this is going wrong, that's going wrong. I'd just like to quit. But listen to what the benefit is when we don't quit. <clears throat> here's what Nehemiah said to him when he said, Remember of the Lord? Uh, which is great and terrible. He said, and fight for your brother and your sons and your daughters and your wives and your houses. Listen today, folks. There's a great battle going on. We're getting ready to start revival tonight. It's going to be a streaming revival. We're not meeting at the church house, but we're meeting in our hearts and in the spirit of God. I'm telling you what, we need to come together like these folks did with the mind of work. And we need to trust the Lord and whatever the enemy throws at us and whatever rubbish we've got in the street of our life, we need to get the, the rubbish cleaned out and carried away. Uh, we need uh, to get our guards up in the high places and the low places. When I'm down low, it said that here. Nehemiah put uh, guards in the high places and the low places. Boy, I go through some low places. I had somebody say to me once, Preacher, uh, you've been pastoring a long time. You probably never get in the valley. Boy, I was speechless for a little while. I thought to myself, I ought to be able to take you through some of the valleys I've been through. I'm not complaining. If I need to be in a valley, it's okay with me. One old preacher said this. He said there's more corn grows in the valleys than it does on the mountaintop. If I can spend a little time in the valley and plant a few seeds of corn, it's okay with me. Because the God that I'm serving is able to put me on the mountaintop when he wants me on the mountaintop. God is real and he's able. And I want to fight for my people. I want to fight for my family. 
uh, for my wife and my children and my grandchildren, uh, for all the people that I know, not just my uh, kindred according uh, to the bloodline, but I, I want to fight for my kindred uh, according to the bloodline of Jesus Christ. And I want to stand and fight for them. It's not saved yet. We need uh, to be in the battle for the Lord. And so uh, they did this. And it says here, verse 19, it came to pass uh, when our enemies uh, heard about this, and it was known unto us that God had uh, brought their counsel to know uh, that uh, we returned all of us to the wall, even every one of us, to his work. And so uh, here's another main point. Uh, help us a little bit. We've got a little uh, problem here. If you just stay with us, and, uh, we'll get this thing back up and, and going. Uh, I'll just tell you this. Uh, we'd, uh, we'd bought a tripod for this thing, but we set it up this morning. It broke. And so it's a hard job for Linda. She's, she's got to uh, take care of the camera. She's been doing a real good job. But Sorry about that. She just got tired there. It just kind of slipped away from her. Uh, just stay with us. Uh, see, uh, I always preach this thing's going to happen that you don't know about. Uh, you don't know about that because I didn't either. That surprised me too. <laughs> but we're back on track. And so we need to be back on track in our lives as Christians. We need to follow the Lord. Listen. Uh, when this came to pass, uh, they had uh, enemies come out against them. Enemies had devised everything against them. But when they trusted the Lord, when they followed God, they did what God said to do, then pretty soon they all got back to work. Folks, there's a job that all of us that are saved need to be doing. And I can't do your job, and you can't do my job. We've all got a, a special place and a special work that God wants us to do. And I thank God today that we've got a work that can be done. Uh, trust the Lord. It'll get done. God's asked me to do things before. Well, just like when he called me to preach, I said, I can't do that. Of course, I knew I couldn't, but in the Lord, I can. God can. It's not how much I do. It's how much God can do. Let me tell you this. I, I just feel like mentioning this. Uh, I mentioned earlier about all the people who's watching. Uh, I'd like for everybody to watch, and I'd like for people to spread the word about your friends and family. I, I'd like a multitude of people to be watching this. Somebody might say to Matt, well, preacher, uh, you want to be famous or you want to be able to say I had so many uh, people on the page with me. That's not it. Uh, I remember something an old preacher said. A lot of them said this when I was just a boy. I can remember the old preacher getting up in the stand at the old little block building at Lima Missionary Baptist Church. I can remember him looking around and saying, folks, I want you to pray for me today that God would hide me behind the cross. What did he mean? Well, I heard one of them explain. He said, what that means is, when I get up here, he said, I don't want to be the focus of attention. He said, I want to get in the background. He said, I want the cross of Jesus Christ to be out in the front of me. I want people to be looking at that. And let me tell you one more thing. This might help somebody out there that's real shy or real nervous about things. When I was a young preacher, and there was people coming to church house, and I had an appointment to preach, I told the old preacher, I said, boy, I said, this is scaring me. This is worrying me. I said, there's a whole bunch of people coming in here. I said, I'm scared of big crowds. I said, I like little crowds. He kind of smiled and said to me, said, what are you going to tell them about? Uh, you going to tell them about Jesus? And I said, yeah, with the Lord's help, I'm going to try to tell them about Jesus. He said, you think that's an important message? I said, oh, Lord, there's no more important message than that. He kind of patted on me and leaned. He said, I know we get nervous in a big crowd, but he said, that message, <clears throat> as important as it is, so don't you think all the people uh, that could ought to hear it? And I said, oh, Lord, yeah. 
And he said, instead of wanting to have a little crowd, pray for a big crowd. Because people need to hear about Jesus and people need to hear the gospel. And so I feel that way today. I want a lot of people to listen. Not because you're looking at Terry Clark. I want God to hide me behind the cross. But I want the multitudes to hear about Jesus. And I'm glad there's other preachers, preachers live streaming across the country today besides me. And I want people to listen to the gospel wherever they find it. But listen, I found out. I need to just try to do God's will. It didn't matter if the crowd was big or small. Trust the Lord and preach the gospel. These folks got back to work. And I want to be at work. You know, I've been sort of housed up here, kind of quarantined. I, I appreciate my good wife. Uh, boy, she's been a blessing to me. She's a blessing even in these services, but all the time. But even while we're quarantined here, we can call people. We can text people. We can talk to people on Facebook. We can reach out to people. We can pray. And we can read our Bible. We can have church on uh, Facebook Live. Uh, we need to be about the Father's business. So going on down through here, God was blessing them. They kept building the wall. Over here in the sixth chapter, it says here, and that came to pass when uh, Sanballat and Tobiah and Gershom, uh, the Arabian, and the rest of our enemies heard that I had finished the wall. See, back here, now chapter 4 when I was reading, it was halfway done. But they got the wall finished. And it said, when I had finished the wall, and that there was no breach left therein, although at that time I had not set up the doors upon the gates. But they had the wall finished. Boy, I'm telling you, that made the enemy mad. It made them disturbed. So here's what they did. Uh, they came down. They began to send the message out to Nehemiah. Uh, I'll just put this in my words. You can read down here, uh, verses 2 or 3 or 4. They said to Nehemiah, said, we want to have a consultation with you. We want you to come out and meet with us in the plain of Oh No. That was the name of that city, Oh No. Well, I'll tell you what speaks well, Oh No. If you're going along, you're doing God's will. And the devil wants to negotiate with you. Uh, don't don't meet with him. Leave him alone. Uh, Satan, get behind me, Satan, like the Lord did. Uh, keep pressing on. And uh, don't uh, take time out from the work because the work needs to be done. And like I said, we're starting revival. Not God willing, Brother Trey Brock will be preaching uh, for us tonight. And I'll tell you, I'm looking forward to that. And I'd like to beg everybody uh, spread the word. Uh, tell people to <clears throat> get on their Facebooks and tune in. <clears throat> Call people. Uh, get them invited. Uh, not so we can say, boy, we had a big crowd, but maybe so somebody can get saved. I'm telling you what, uh, we need to be about the Father's business. And, and the church, I'm telling you, I'm looking forward to the day uh, that the coronavirus is uh, put down enough that the uh, governor says, okay, you fellow folks can get back out and, and folks go back to church. I told Linda this, and this needs to be the case. It'll be up to people to decide if this happens. But I said the way things has been and how good God is to us. When we get to go back to church to have church at Life Mystery Baptist Church, I said the pews ought to be full and there ought to be people standing around the wall and there ought to be people looking in at the windows. We need to cherish what we've got. Uh, these folks back here, uh, they cherish Jerusalem and they cherish the town and the walls and what that represented. And when it got in bad shape, God blessed them to repair it. We've all got to work in this. Now, let me go back and get a point or two. Uh, after that, the people been down here and they found out the enemy was trying to come in on them. Uh, they got the rubbish out of the way. And they had uh, people up on the high places and people down in the low places and all the people went back to work. When they went back to work, here's how they did it. 
one of the folks would have an instrument to work with, maybe a trap, if they were laying blocks, whatever that he was working with. One of them would be working on the, the blocks or on the wall, but the guy standing next to him had his sword ready. Everybody had a job to do. Their jobs were different, but the goal was the same. Not everybody's a preacher. Not everybody's a singer. Uh, I'm telling you what, but that's okay. It don't matter. If you're saved by the grace of God, you're a child of the king. There's no higher honor than being a child of the king. So let me get back to where I started. These folks had a mind to work. And because they had a mind to work, their focus was on the Lord. Their investment was in the Lord. Their battle uh, was for the Lord. That kind of sums up all we've been talking about today. Boy, I praise God today. I'm glad that I'm saved and I'm on my way home. And I'm going to come to a closing in uh, just a second. If Linda will uh, sing us a uh, song or two, or however much she wants to, I'm going to uh, make an invitation. And I'm just going to beg you. Uh, get down on your knees at home. Uh, pray. Of course, you can pray just sitting in a chair. I've done it. I prayed sitting in my car. I repented before driving my car down the road. But humble your heart. If you feel like getting down using your uh, chair or your couch for an hour, uh, please do that. But, but pray. We need to be in this thing. There's too much at stake. There's too much to gain to lose. Have a mind to work. And so I'm going to ask Linda if she's sane. And I might say a few words while she's sane. But go ahead, honey, when you feel like it. Come unto Jesus. Oh, Lord. Praise the Lord. Give him your life your today. Come unto Jesus. Let him have his way. Oh, I know there are things in your life you think he can't forgive, but he'll forgive and forget my friend, show you how to live, come unto Jesus, give him your life today, come unto Jesus, let him have his way, don't you put it off my friend, you can't afford to wait today's the day for you soon it could be too late come on to jesus give him your life today Come unto Jesus, let him have his way. Don't you put it off, my friend, you can't afford to wait, today's the day for you. Soon it could be too late. 
Come unto Jesus. Give him your life today. Come unto Jesus. Let him have his way. I'm glad of that song. Boy, I appreciate that song. Come unto Jesus. Don't wait till it's too late. I'm going to close with a prayer today. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you watching. I appreciate uh, everything that's been done by everybody so far. <clears throat> but I'm going to pray. And I, I want to tell you again, uh, tonight, God willing, at 6 o'clock, we'll be having revival. Clay Brock will be preaching. Uh, we'll be right on here. And, uh, well, I just I thank the Lord. I'm going to come around oh, with yeah. you while come you pray. Yes, I'm going to try to flip this camera. Okay. okay. I um, you probably you probably noticed that I had the songbooks laying in front of me there. Um, I had intentions on singing some songs out of the songbook, but and I don't sing that song, "Come Unto Jesus," but the Lord really put it on my heart, well, I could tell that. and um, I felt like singing it. So please pray for all of us as we go into this virtual revival. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Boy, I appreciate you following the Lord. I could really feel that song, and I I just praise God. Uh, it's good to have you with us in our home again. We thank the Lord for this hour of worship, and it's just blessed my heart, and I'm glad you come around and stood by me, and uh, we need to stand by each other and by the Lord, and uh, praise God. I'd like to, uh, I'm going to pray now. You want to say anything else? No. Okay. I want to pray. Let's pray. Precious Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day's service, and I thank you for Scripture laid on my heart, having a mind to work. And God, in that Scripture, uh, Lord, it's evident, uh, whatever the enemy uh, through it is will uh, you had the answer for it. And God, I praise you today that whatever the devil's thrown at me, you've got the answer for it. And Jesus is my answer. Your Holy Spirit is my answer. God, it's, sometimes you know, the devil will make it seem to us like it's, it's almost impossible. He tells us it's impossible to follow God. He'll make it seem like it's so hard. But God, we know that with your help, we can do all things. And when Paul was talking about, I can do all things through Christ's which strengthens me. Well, I praise God today. That's true. And I'd like to just leave this with you. Please obey the Lord. And, and let me encourage you. If you've made a move and you've repented, uh, whatever you've done, or even if you need to talk about something, uh, text us or message us or call us. Uh, we're here for you by the grace of God. Amen. Amen. We're done.